Yeah. I anyway, uh we um we were my brother talks about that same stuff too, like with the WWE stuff. Like he thinks what he thinks is is that um that Vince is trying to sell. Like that's why he was like offloading rosters, he was getting rid of cap, he was getting rid of all this salary because he was gonna sell the company. And I was like, I, I mean, I just don't know. Like, here's my thing. And my my only like retort question was like, who can buy this company? Other than like a Disney or like a ESPN, maybe even then, even them. I don't know if, you know, I truthfully, I saw something like some, like, uh, it was like a middle Eastern, like guy that owns, like, I'm assuming like over in Abu Dhabi, they're like massive fans over there and they have the money. Some billionaire dude over there could potentially buy it and it wouldn't bat an eye, which is why they pay them. How many billions of dollars for just to come over for one show? Yeah, to have people just walk down an entrance ramp. And the yeah, power just of like, yeah. the power of that brand though is so bad. I mean, you literally go with any country, any shitty. Uh, I don't. I don't want to say shitty. I take that back. You go to any. You go to any town anywhere in the world. There's a good chance you're gonna see a, a rock T-shirt, a Stone Cold T-shirt, John a WWF T-shirt. t-shirt. Yeah. You're you're not gonna. The problem, I think, with the other things, like they're trying to be different. Like AEW is like, oh, cool, Stig's bad. But, dude, everyone's a high flyer. There's 75 million wrestlers. All the wrestlers they signed two years ago are now bitching they don't get enough TV time. Yep. So exactly what the with problem AEW is right or to with is WWE? No, AEW. Like there's been wrestlers out there the last couple of ones that signed like the first two years ago were just like yeah. they're, they're not on TV. They're just pissed off. They're not being used there. And you're kind of like – but it's kind of uh, nice because it's sorry to cut you off, but it's kind of nice because AEW, like they, they pull a lot of like, um, you know, uh, under talent, not even just from it, from WWE, but they like from the Indies, like Brody King, who's like one of my favorite wrestlers. Um, he's an indie dude and he's just a beast. And he came into AEW like the other week and had a huge pop, but people are like, who is the guy? Because he's not a WWE guy. Like everybody's just expecting all the AEW guys to be, old WWE dudes. And it's, I mean, that's kind of what we were talking about too. Like what I think maybe me and John talked about it or me or all of us talked about was like Adam share Braun Strowman, mm-hmm. you know, who, who may be on the podcast next week. He was almost on the podcast this week. If I would have texted him five minutes before we were <laughs> going to record it. Um, you know, when we were kind of like, where is he going to go after WWE? It was like, well, where can he go? And I would talk to you about it. And I talked to Jordan about it and stuff. And I was like, Jordan was kind of had the same thing that you guys talk about. Like, with AEW, there's no place for him to go. He would be by size wise a foot the tall, the biggest guy there. And it's just like also like, do, how do you work that angle? And you guys know way more about it than I do, especially you, Paul. Like I don't. I stopped watching wrestling 15 years ago, and I I watch it like when I go. Like if I'm gonna go, if I know WWE, you'll coming, you'll catch up on it beforehand. They always take care of me. Like sure. I'm always in the front row, and it's they, they're all WWE's always been so killer to us. So I I think it's it's been recently because I, I don't watch a lot as much anymore because I've been busy. But um, I think nowadays there's no question anymore like everything's on the internet like okay so-and-so's contract is up so when their contract is up can we expect them on AEW? yeah there's no mystery to anything anymore so everybody's contracts are online and you can find everything but it's kind of cool like when some of the wrestlers like oh everybody expects uh you know Adam to go over to AEW, Braun Strowman to go over to AEW, and he doesn't, it, it makes it cool. It keeps you interested, right? It makes it cool. And also, like, here's what I've learned about that. Like, Bray Wyatt's the same thing. Everybody was like, oh, he's going to go over to AEW, and he never went. 
and he's doing some other stuff that he wants to do, which is super cool. And he might sign with him one day and it'll actually be a real surprise. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Also, remember like when that, the NWO when the NWO showed up, like that type of pop, like I love that's why I love wrestling. Yeah. No fights. You don't know who the fuck was who. Why is Razor Ramon the WCW? What's he doing in WCW? Why is Diesel parking his truck out back? Like what the fuck, man? Margarita. <laughs> Here's the thing. Why is Rhino beating the show of guys in ZZ Top? Uh no, you know, yeah. it's you know, here's Dude, the thing about that, it though. <laughs> we've talked about it. We've what a great angle. What a great <laughs> We've already told that story on here, but here's the thing too, is like, here's what I found about that fan base. And like, like we call our fans nerds, like dude, that fan base is nerd. That was They're me when I was a toxic kid. Toxic as fuck. Toxic. Dude. Oh yeah. Dude. Like AW, you're a bitch. It's like, like what? what? But also like, if you like what we're saying, like, like I miss kind of like what John said, right? Like the, the end, when the end, like when Hulk Hogan showed up, and you know, spray painted NWO on somebody. Like, I cried. I'm TV flipping bro, when at he this point. when he, dude. I was a kid because I was a kid when that happened. When that happened, my stepdad still makes fun of me to this day. He's like, "Oh yeah, remember that time you cried when Hulk Hogan became a bad guy?" I was like, "I don't want to talk about it." Okay, well, dude, we grew up. <laughs> so we grew up dude, I, I don't know if I ever told you guys this story. We grew up. You know, Hulk Hogan was our hero, bro. Uh, he this was, was before. This was before he started banging uh, uh, mediocre uh, DJ's wives on camera <sighs> uh, without his knowledge. Sweating like a pig, <laughs> dude. You know what I'm saying? Like that was our hero. So when I was little, man, I was I was like you. I was obsessed with Hulk Hogan, right? <laughs> How about the other moment that I was blown away as a kid when Lex Luger helicoptered in, in to body slam Yokozuna. On oh, the, yeah. yeah, dude. The, yeah, the when carrier. he was still WWE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when like, wrestling was just like, dude, what is – this guy just flew in from the fucking Iraq war. That's Dude, I mean, that like all of that's <laughs> the Iraq war. Like, dude, but that's, that's what it's like wrestling. is like you had no idea this was happening. It was fun. Well, like that, you're a kid. The internet I mean, ruined it, the, right? The, the internet, internet ruined it. Yes. Ruined yes. wrestling just like it ruined every, it ruined music. It ruined every other thing, right? So like it's, the internet is like, dude, we got to down with the internet, man. Like, granted, that's what our show well, is on. Remember, but like, like how about when you guys, like just get rid of it too. Would you, would we go to like a strawberries or like a coconut or like go, like one of those old school record stores? Yeah. I would never know what album was out. Like I would be like, oh, oh fuck, Crash the You have out. to actually go find the an album. Traveler. Like, yeah. like it's like, oh, it, yeah. it's out. Or like, you'd I, read it in a magazine. You'd see like a giant full page. A circus right. magazine or a revolver yeah. magazine. Or like, old oh, school yeah. poster posted somewhere like, oh shit, Counting Crows do albums out or. It's kind of crazy because like, it, you know, we're saying like, yeah, the internet, I I'm taking another hiatus off of social media, which I fucking love you guys. Like, I love it. Like just, I, I, I like disabled my account and I like deleted Instagram. Dude. It's so like, it just give you me a, a real f- bipolar relationship with the internet. I do like, I like it, but at the same time, I'm like, I just need a break to like focus on like life things. Like I, I was telling John, See, that's I got into the same shit. I got into uh kickboxing Muay Thai a lot in this last couple of weeks. And like, I'm going to two a day classes and oh, it's that's great. when you said you had a class the other day. Yeah, like, what yeah, is, yeah. What the fuck is he talking about? Is I, that uh, a class? So I'm, it's nice. Yeah. Cause I'm not like dwelling on internet shit. I'm just like, Oh, I'm going to go to class. Like, and it's been, Incredible. I mean, it hurts our podcast that you're selfish like this, but yeah, it's I'm okay. Selfish of you, yeah. We could have done this the other night. Um, no, but like you know, that's the thing about like with the like I I feel the same way about the internet, right? Like with Instagram, like I will find myself just doom scrolling all day and be like, what am I? I've seen everything on here. None of this is interesting, yeah. and it's you know honestly, I do it way less at home because my kids are around. But like even still, like. 
I could be on it an hour less a day. Like, but when I'm mm-hmm. on the road, there's nothing to do. They're just like, I'm just sitting there just like, and I don't care about it. Like, and honestly, man, if we didn't have a new record coming out, like I'm probably with you, man, I'd probably like ditch it for a minute just to be like, honestly. And I still may, I may just delete it off my, I may just delete it off my phone and then let Morgan do it all because, but you know me, I'm so like my, so my new year's resolution is the same every year, which is like, leave your family and kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't don't engage trolls, right? Like I like I am the king. You're, of that you you failed at that for as long <laughs> as I've known you. Then <laughs> you fucked out the second. Yeah, I was yeah, gonna yeah, say, I, yeah. dude. I can't, I can't not do it. And like it, you know, Brent and I talk about it all the time because it's like for me, you know, it's I. There could be a million positive comments. That's you're going to find the one read. and get upset. It's yeah. not what you read. And like, like right now, like, dude, I, w- I teed off on some dude the other day. And like, I, I, I deleted, I deleted my comment. I deleted his comment. I was like, you know what? You're going to go That's- back in Instagram jail. No, no, no. I'm still in Facebook jail though, which sucks. Cause we have a new record coming out and like, you know, single comes out in like a week and I'm still like nine days out from being able to be on Facebook. The price you pay. I, I think what I honestly, Zach, is that correct me if I'm wrong. When someone takes a cheap shot, at your band, whether it's warranted or not, someone just be an asshole like they don't have to like your band but when someone's being an asshole say oh fuck this guy or fuck him or whatever do you feel it's your duty to defend the band because you're the only one that does that from those type of people i am you i do i do yeah i do feel like that because i'm the only one in the band who will like get on there and like here's the thing like i we talked about this before like my one of my biggest pet peeves in life or in, not in life but in this in this career is that like because someone bought a CD or bought a ticket to show, they think they have free fucking reign to just mouth off. And I didn't come from that world. I came from, I came from a world where if I mouthed off to somebody in my neighborhood, I got punched in the fucking mouth. But we're in 2022. And that's how I learned. Everybody's an internet. Just that's the thing. I I think about the Mike Tyson quote every day. It's like, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the fucking mouth. And like, that's what I think about. So now like with this dude, listen, we, okay, here's, I'm going to dispel some rumors really quick. This this is, this is exclusive. All right. So ever since we posted the, the, we had, there's a character named Siren that we've, that's out now. Oh yes. I can't. And everyone's like, Oh, getting hella star set vibes from this. And I'm like, listen, we love the star set guys. Um, we may tour with the star set guys again, but like, I think people think we made a fucking space record, <laughs> buddy. You're going to be sorely upset. It is not a space record. Everybody. Here's the thing. Correct. I was thinking, you know what I was thinking about? I was thinking about the shower day. I don't get back to this, this whole star set thing, but I was getting, I was thinking about the Were shower. Were you hard? Day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, okay. You don't get hard in the shower. Also, maybe because I don't like shower sex. You I'm not a shower sex. I'm, I'm not a water sex dude at all. John hasn't That's, had sex in over two years, so he doesn't even know. <laughs> I like I like showering though. I like showering. I just don't like water to be involved. How many times Wha- you shower in a day? Twice. Uh, usually once, sometimes twice. If I, if, if I once don't feel night. good, yeah. if I don't feel good, like that's my, like, that's my medicine. Like I, baths and showers. Like if I like feel kind of gross or like achy or sick, I'll take eight showers a day. No bullshit. Like a eight. You got a cool ass shower. Do you have a big tub though? Do you have, I have a tub? the biggest, I have the biggest, uh, freestanding bathtub that Kohler makes. I went to Kohler. So our Wisconsin house. Jesus is Christ. our Wisconsin house is 15 minutes from Kohler, like where they yep. make all the shower heads. So and yeah, 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 yeah. I went and picked it out. It's pretty great. Anyway, back to this thing. Anyway, I so, hate yeah. water. I hate water sex. Anyway, what the fuck was I talking about? Um, so <laughs> the car thing about album. in the shower, the album. Okay. Yeah. 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 So the album yeah. it's, I was going, you know, here's the thing about the album. And I'm not going to say much else about it. 
I was thinking the fact that like it's in the way everybody's like, is it different? And it's always different. It's going to, it sounds way different than anything we've ever done. I mean, you've heard some of it, Paul. Um, but it's, I was thinking about this of the three things I would use to describe it. And I'm like, well, I guess that could describe every record, which is it's very fucking angry. It has, a, it has, it has a lot of heart. And there was another one that I just forgot. I wanted to put it on a shirt. It's like, it has, has a lot of heart and it has a lot of, you know, like kind of like rise up. Like it's got a lot of like rebellious, like rebellious. Yeah. It's, yeah. Well, it's very rebellious and that's kind of in the anger. I would qualify that in the anger section, but it's very rebellious. It has heart and you know, you feel something from it and it's like, you know, it's, there's a lot of that in it, but this, like we started posting these things and then we posted the picture of like the moon thing. And the, the guy who commented, goes, you guys are getting really on the verge of, uh, uh, what did he say? Um, what's like a, like a, like a real, like a legal word for stealing. Infringement, uh, copyright, not copyright, uh, 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 um, theft, whatever. No, not theft. He said something. He goes, a plagiarism. (laughs) Plagiarism. He goes, I'll go, listen, dude, because there's that voice, you know, and Starset, I guess Starset did an alphabet too. And I've been texting the guys in Starset, like, I'm going to punch some of your fucking fans in the fucking head is what's going to happen. These fucking NASA space nerds. Uh, No, but, you know, it's like people are saying that. I'm like, man, I think people think we made a fucking space record and boy, you're going to be upset. It's Uh, a good, like, it's in. Imagine uh, if you made a Starset concept album just about the band Starset. Or you just covered Starset songs. Dude. <laughs> but that's the thing is like people, people just have, the, they can say whatever they want. They're like, Oh, this is very like, you know, what was, uh, Ken always sends that tweet that came out a I couple of years ago. Love, oh. It's like guy, guy who's only seen boss baby. And then the next movie he watches, he's like getting a lot of boss baby vibes from this movie. <laughs> boss baby's the, that, boss baby's the only movie that he's ever seen. But it, like when he watches, he can watch like a league of their own. He's like getting a lot of boss baby boss vibes. Baby. <laughs> it's like, yo, our music, like, first off, Star Set's been around, and not like again, I fucking, I love the. I'm, I'm they're not great. Like, they're I'm not just like, oh, you like, I'm like casual. I like that they're the very original with what when they came out doing the whole. Like, we, I, was, I literally just had it's lunch. Great. I had lunch with the guys from Star Set, like the second to last day of the tour. Like, friends with all those dudes, and like close friends, like text all the time. Like, yo, Star Set's been out for like six years, man. Yeah, like, we've been out for twenty. Like, so the fact that these people are just like doing this, I'm like, yo, like. It don't, our, we'll never sound anything like Star Set. They're their own. I don't think anybody really sounds like Star Set. They're kind of their own deal. But the fact that like mm-hmm. we put out this like robotic voice and everybody's like Star Set, I'm like, shut the fuck up, man. We there's nothing about this. Internet that trolls, like dude. They're just internet. Well, trolls. here's the thing too. It's like you're not the first. You're not going to be the last band that has a analog robot talking. Or I mean, fuck, man. I mean, I, I hope the sticks. Hey, boy, yeah, done. Mr. Roboto. Yeah. Everybody's like, I was like getting a lot of star set vibes from this. Oh, really? You don't remember fucking Dorian Magato, Mr. Roboto? You fucks. Right. No, that's like, you know, that's like uh five finger death punch. What's their, their, their skull guy their Whatever the fuck he is being, a, I mean, Eddie from Iron Maiden, like rattlehead for Megadeth skeletons yeah. are Ske- the, yeah. Yeah, the skeleton thing, the Avenged Sevenfold. Oh, that's the other thing. When we posted the, when we posted the, uh, the, the ad mat for the tour and there's an astronaut, I guess on like one tour for like two months, Avenged used uh, an astronaut. Okay. And people are like, Oh, stealing from Avenge now. I go, 
Or fucking Neil Armstrong or the Moon Man yeah. from MTV. Or, Shit that's been around maybe, for fucking 40 years longer than Avenged Sevenfold has. But like, who cares? The fucking astronaut. Who that's cares? What I'm like, but that's my point. Is like my fucking, my, 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 my New Year's resolution, which is the same every year. And I, I kind of stuck by it in a way of like, here's what I did. I, I commented back to that fucking dude. And I, then I just fucking, I deleted his comment. That's my thing now. If someone's talking shit, I'm just going to, here's because here's what I found. And I never live by this, but I know, I know it to be true, right? If you ignore that shit, it makes them so much more fucking angry. Yeah. It just makes them it so mad. Just leave it alone. Yeah. It's great. So yeah. Anyway, that's anyway. So, but going back though, do you think the NWO will be as successful today as it was back in the early nineties? No, because think no. about it. Okay, no. how many how many times have people wrestling's not as successful as, as successful as it was in the nineties? No, but how many times have they tried to like remake Redo new stables that and like thing, oh this yeah. is a new thing? Like no man, Imagine you can't star set as a wrestling stable <laughs> just coming down there with like oh my astronaut cord. Uh, they just could they just come down from the ceiling. Aerosmith plays her theme song as they walk out on the <laughs> That would be so good. I would love that. I don't know if I already told you guys this. Uh when I was a kid, um I again obsessed with 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 Hulk Hogan. Um my parents had a video made for me where it was like it was like a wrestling it, it was a, a video of me. So we used to have, you know, Memphis was a huge wrestling hub. Like tons Massive. of guys came out of here. So they would have Saturday morning wrestling, which is where Jerry Lawler came out of Bill dance. Mm -hmm. uh, um, uh, uh, Jeff, Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. Jeff that's, Jarrett. A, that's, a, that's the, actually the name I was looking for. Moon dogs. Um, all these guys, Steve Austin started here. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. all these people. So there's a video of me right in the front row of this show. When Bill dance comes out, not Bill dance. That's the fisherman, uh, Bill Dundee. <laughs> That'd be fucking great if it was Bill Dance. This is a just shirtless Bill Dance in a Tennessee Vols hat, dude, just coming down. Um, and there's a video of me when Bill Dance comes out. But over the overdub was it they got a friend when I was a kid who sounded to me kind of like Hulk Hogan. And it was like, What's up, brother Zach? And I'm like, Oh my God, it's Hulk Hogan. He's talking to me. He's like, be sure to say your prayers and eat your vitamins. Like does like the whole Hulk, the Hulk Hogan shtick. And I was thinking about that the other day. Like if I listen to that shit as an adult now, it probably sounded You're like motherfucking yeah. nothing like Hulk Hogan. Dude, my parents try to trick me so much, bro. That's fair. So well, much we tricking. know about the uh, sandwiches and the, the fake waffles. French toast and all that. The waffles, yeah. yeah. So we do the waffle thing. See, that's the yeah. thing, man. Is like my kids, like, and Zach, you'll agree. My kids fucking spoiled compared to what probably me and you had when we were kids. Like Dude. we didn't have anything crazy. Like I got I a friend of mine in WWE, like having other people like having you other wrestling superstars wish my daughter a happy birthday, like on video. And like, I'm thinking about, I'm like, I never got anything like that for my fucking birthday. Like maybe Chuck E. Cheese if I was how lucky. How much duck meat, duck meat did you eat Paul as a kid? None. Zero. <laughs> fucking zero. I didn't know you could maybe eat ducks. Maybe squirrel meat. That's about it. Like <laughs> I didn't know you could fucking eat ducks, bro. They were all around. That's I could have made myself yeah. dinner. I'm out there feeding them bread all day. <laughs> so true. That is so true. I You're didn't know your back food, then. You Paul. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you I, played with your food. My brother, my brother Nick just texted me. I guess he just listened to the last episode. He goes, "You guys have completely creeped out, Zach Hansen." Oh yeah, is he still alive? Like, has any uh, like he's good? You know, has he crazy? is he divorced now or what? He, you know, a lot of people like I think a lot of Hansen fans have now joined the podcast because of that episode because they loved it. And I, hope we don't, I hope we don't let them down. We probably will. Um, we will. 
Yeah, no, I thought it was good. It was one of my favorite episodes just because like we were, we were kind of getting back into the swing of things after the, the first episode yeah. I got, of the season. I got a bunch of messages from people. They were like, oh, man, it was such a good episode. And some people were like, hey, you really toned it down, John. And I sat back <laughs> and I'm like, well, oh, like, yeah, we toned it down. But if it's an organic, healthy conversation with having fun, like there's no need to just throw out I think what be people, crazy. I think what people need to realize about John is too, like John – isn't wild just to be wild. Like he's like, he doesn't say that stuff just to get a reaction or whatever. No, it's he just says, genuinely he does, when he I says it, talk, he like, doesn't, I'll put, I'll put it this way. He doesn't say it to get a reaction from you, the crowd. He says it to get a reaction from me and Paul. And it's not yeah. like he doesn't just go, what's the wildest thing I can say. That's actually how That's his brain thinks. So when he's in a normal Correct. conversation with somebody like Zach Hansen and we're talking about other stuff, his brain isn't going to go. I actually, I went back, I watched the YouTube. I got to be on the YouTube premiere, which I haven't done in a while. I asked way more John questions than John. You did. definitely did, and we finally and got Zach Hansen to open up. Skirted a bit. around that shit, though. I'm oh, a little yeah, upset did, with him. I still want to know what his cock looks like, though. Honestly, <laughs> who's got the, is oh, because Isaac's the tallest. Does he have the biggest dick in Hansen? Isaac's not the tallest. He's not. I thought he was. Isn't Isaac he, the big brother? He he's, he's the oldest brother. I don't know if he's the tallest though. Okay, but I, out I got of a the picture three, of me and Isaac together. I don't know. Out um, of the three. I uh, man, Taylor, I don't know. Isaac, Zach's Zach? the thickest. He a thick dick boy. or you know this? No, no, no. Oh. I've never seen their dicks. We can't sure? say dicks on this. We gotta say hogs on this podcast. Hogs. Yeah. What I, are you doing? I've never seen their hogs. I, I, but Zach's like a thick boy, like me. Like he ain't like a little skinny boy. He a thick like, boy. Hmm. He'll ride that Thomas the fuck trade for sure. Here's the thing, though. Here's what you know. Like what I'm thick, most, like you know a what I'm gator, mo- like a good. I didn't thick say you. I'm saying like, like, his, like, his, like, like he, he a big old. He like you know. Yeah, we're talking a 12 gauge slug cock. Like, what are we going with here? Oh my God! Well, any fans and fans that we just brought to this <laughs> podcast, the last episode, it's been fun having you guys for the last 22 uh, minutes. Yeah. Up now. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about his. Let's talk about his fuck shot. Oh my God. <laughs> After I just well, said that John doesn't say weird things just to be yeah, weird. He's, this he's is going this is in. season two, episode three. Everybody welcome. <laughs> oh yeah, by the way, welcome to season two, episode three or episode thirty-five. We did we actually did the cold opening this time. Yeah. Um so here's the thing. I'm a little upset that he didn't the one I wanted to know the most really was how many adult how many adult celebrities were trying to smash those dudes. See, I wanted to know how how many offers they got as three for, young for, gentlemen uh, to, to perform as Hanson? Yes. To perform a, <laughs> private, a private show as Hanson. Let's put it like, that way. Like you think they got offered to be like, Hey, we need to bring this band in. They're going to perform. Then they're going to fill up like two seats for girls gone wild. Like, casting gonna, like, casting couch. <laughs> Here's the thing though, as far as, as far as I, as long as I've known them, which is a pretty long time. I, I think when they were like at the height of it, like, I mean, at the thick of it where it was like the Beatles, you know, you in the late nineties when they blew dude, the F up, like mid to dude, late nineties, there's a, um, there was a, I don't know if it's still around, but there was a VHS documentary called from Tulsa to Tokyo. And it was everywhere they went was the Beatles everywhere. It didn't oh, matter. 100%. I mean, like literally getting chased down the street by thousands of people. Like I can't imagine, like we've only felt that way a couple of times. South America, Russia is kind of like that for us. We're like, we get it. We get it. We get on the plane <laughs> and, uh, 
we get off the plane and there's like people there, right? Like I can't imagine that shit where it's like everywhere you go. That's next level anxiety. Go. That's that's anxiety to a whole new yeah, level. Yeah, that's like that's that's a that's a crash course in anxiety for me. But like just being that big, dude, there's no way. Here's the thing, what I was saying is about them, is that I believe their parents toured with them that through all that. Really? Yeah. And they were like in school, like like you know they were homeschooled, so they were like doing their schoolwork and shit. Like I don't think okay, they but ever you got you kind of had to do stuff like that too, like when you were younger, right? And you played. I was music, homeschooled, but also but <laughs> you weren't enhancing, like bro. No one cared, like you know, I, smashing like, puss and doing your fifth grade homework. Most, yeah, dude. <laughs> no, yeah, taking a taking a fifth grade class and smashing yeah. puss, as you just said. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I. No, like, plus, like, when I was touring at that age, like, no girls my age could get into my shows because I was playing fucking bars. That's so crazy. Straight up bar, like, blues bars and shit. And so, like, I, you know, there were, like, they were, like, I had some younger fans just because they were, like, oh, young blues kid and their dad, like, blues or whatever. So, But it was, like, it was one Dorks. one millionth of what they were doing, of what they were experiencing. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't even on the radar. You know, I like, you know, my biggest show headlining when I was a kid, 1500 people. And that was in like four markets. You know what I mean? It wasn't sure. like, you know, I was never, I never like, <clears throat> I had enough where I could like, I made like a living as a kid. Right. But I was never like this, like huge thing. I, I never got as big as like Kenny or, or Johnny you know, Lang did. You know what I like about Zach? It, I think he just. I don't think he curses a lot, genuinely. Like I think he's no, just, no, he does. Him and his family are just that like. They're, like, like, they're, like, they're a little like high diddly ho neighbor, you know. They're yeah, little, oh, very, yeah. very Ned Flanders. Like, yeah. like which, he's, which when he my, said fuck though, I was like, yo, I think he Whoa. was really upset about those food trucks. <laughs> <laughs> he was very. I never like, heard somebody upset about that. Also, I've never seen someone who really obviously loved air conditioning so much. Like he that mentioned man, air conditioning yes. when it came to those food trucks like 10 times. There's no like, AC. He's there's, like, there's no AC. Yeah. Ice in my drink. I'm like, you're talking about Europe right now, bro. This is touring in Europe. You literally just, you got to eat on the street. There's no ice in your drinks. Ice and drinks and, and AC is like the one thing he's like, hey, uh, so yeah. John, can you do me a favor? What? Can you not shave at all for the next month or year? Um, I'll, I'll I really trim, like this I'll look. Trim I'll trim the sides and stuff. But no, no, yeah. don't. I like the gray. Like this is very don't old man Logan. This is very old man Logan. Dude, thing shave going on. everything but the gray and just leave those two little gray <laughs> patches right there. Just gray hair. Just two little patches of gray just right here. I was, like old, I was like an old Bart cat with my back door blown out, sulking around backstage. <laughs> please grow out your facial hair. Please, for the love of God. We all need that. Like, I'm going to get a Dude, petition for- I'll tell you what, just the mustache and then leave it down to where the gray goes wide and then cut everything then just, else off. <laughs> when, does, when does the album come out, Zach? The actual I, album? I can't tell you that. I have uh, an idea. Oh, wait. No, when, I mean, I when is this going to come out? I, Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah. What's the date? Wait. No, don't, don't say anything. What's the date yeah. Wednesday? The, the, 20, the 26th is when everything gets comes out. Right? And that's yeah. the so you, first, what's the first day of the tour? Wednesday? I don't fucking know, man. Yeah. No. Yeah. Don't say anything. It comes out Wednesday, but I, if, if for some if reason something is prolonged, this is going to come out in midnight. Yeah, I don't want to drops at midnight. Well, yeah, you'll know not. the album. You'll know the album title today. And when it comes out today, later today, when everyone hears this. Um, so, okay. So I, yesterday, <laughs> This is, this is so, the, the reason we started this podcast and the Larry Davidness that happens to me 
happened yesterday to the fullest extent that it could ever happen. Oh so boy. I take Ollie with me. I need to get a new phone. I my 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 charge port was was messed up, so I what? Didn't Brent Smith just buy you a brand new I iPhone? I gave it to my wife. I gave it to my wife. Now Brent has to buy her a chicken sandwich so she can give yeah. him a phone pass to you. God, it's what a weird phone. Here's the thing. Yeah, her okay. phone, her phone, I like I it, anytime I get a new phone, I usually keep it in the box for like six months and never open it because I'm not ready to switch all my shit over. And I'll tell you why in a second. So uh, I bought Brent a chicken sandwich and then he brought me a brand new iPhone <laughs> 12. And then yesterday I was like, seems like a good my, trade. I gave it to my wife a couple months ago. And then now I'm like, my charge port was messed up. Like it was, it was, it got blown out super loose. Hey, a bigger charge out. port, a bigger charge port must've blown it out. Cause my little charge port, my little charger didn't fit in it. What are we talking so, about here? <laughs> anyway. So this is the most ZM shit that could ever happen. So yesterday I go to the Apple store to get the iPhone 13. Um, me and Ollie go in, go in, uh, get it. They're like, okay, well it's this, 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 and this, and that they'll give you like a trade in thing for your phone. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to keep this phone anyway. I might as well trade it in. Cause they don't know the charge ports fucking blown out. So trade it in and get like whatever, 500 bucks or whatever for it. Get the new iPhone 13. I don't get the big one. I get the, like the normal size one, but I got the one terabyte. I got the, the, big, the bigger uh, storage, the big storage. Right. So I do the whole thing. And then I, I, I'm always scared of like when I update it without doing the SIM card, like that some stuff from my old phone's not going to be on my phone. And I got, I got I have 30,000 pictures in my phone. So there's a lot of storage that needs to go on my phone, right? I'm always scared I'm going to lose pictures. But it takes, when I get a new phone, it takes a very long time for it to download all shit. Mm-hmm. And now at the Apple stores, you can't stay, like there's no, there's no browsing at this Apple store in Tennessee for some reason. You got to like, you wait in a line, you buy your shit and you got to yep. leave. Like you can't download all your new shit in the store. So, Get the phone. I'm like, all right, I'm just, I, I made sure I did like three backups before I left in there, like iCloud backups. I'm like, yep. doing this, doing this, backed it up, made sure everything was cool. All right, so got the new phone. And they're like, so I got, I got to delete my old phone, right? Delete the old phone. So I like did all the shit, deleted it, go do that, go out to my car. And I realized that I drive a Tesla. Yeah, very good. I'm proud of you. My key. To oh. my car is my cell phone, which what? has, which Shut currently the has, fuck up. which currently has no apps, nothing downloaded. Isn't even turned on yet. I go out there. Here's the, here's the fucked up part. My wife always yells at me cause I always forget to bring a key to bring home to unlock the door. So I just keep my, my key usually on me, but I left it in my car, my car key. Oh. This so is I'm the outside most my car. Larry David Dude. shit that could possibly happen to you. Literally, Ollie's just like, like Ollie's like, what's going on? He goes, well, just download the app. And I go, I dude, because you know, when you restart your phone, it's like uploading all your stuff. This is going to take, and it shows up and it's like an hour and like 37 minutes. Oh my God. <laughs> they make like, it too difficult to own a car nowadays. Like I'm what like, the bro, fuck? My but I love that Ollie was like, just download the app, dad. Like that's like, that's the day and age we live in where you're yeah, actually, like, you know, you kept asking. App, idiot. Like, so I have, I have one game on my phone. It's the same. I have no games on my phone. I, I don't keep games on my phone. I have one and I've had it forever. It's called ridiculous fishing. It's an amazing. It's a fun app. It's a fun game. He loves to play that on my phone now. So I get the phone. We can't get into the car. He's very aware that we cannot get into the car, by the way, at this point he goes, Hey, when's ridiculous fishing going to be down? And I go, motherfucker. <laughs> 
<laughs> we're stuck we got here, bro. bigger like, problems right now so i go back in the apple store i'm like hey i know you guys like uh, no ponies allowed just like loiter in here i go i'm fucking standing here it's 30 degrees outside i'm fucking downloading my shit and it, i finally turn on the phone it's like uploading from your iCloud uh current time hour 37 minutes i'm like I do not want to sit here for an hour and 30 minutes. And then 11 times during this time, Ollie's going, is ridiculous fishing on there? I'm like, dude. <laughs> so finally it, it goes in way less than an hour and a half. You're going to be goes, ridiculously adopted. Yeah. Yeah. It goes, yeah, dude, it goes in like, it goes in like 15 minutes. It just, it, it, everything opens up. But then, you know, all my apps, everything starts downloading all my photos. So I, I pause literally everything. Just and so you I can go, get your key. I go to Tesla and I go to prioritize download. So I prioritize it. It looks like it's downloaded. I click it again, then it starts downloading again. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> so then, finally, like it took, no, there's no bullshit. 15 minutes to upload everything on my phone. And then 20 minutes later, the Tesla app finally downloads before everything else. So then <laughs> I go to go out to my car. Finally, it's downloaded. I, lo- I got to remember my login, which I never do. No, go, save that shit. And go face do ID. it. Yeah. It's all saved in my shit. With a face so I, ID, right? Yeah. So I go do it. And obviously that's a new phone now. So it's like, do you, would you like to set up your phone as a key? I'm like, yes, I would. Blah, blah. Okay. Well, you got to take your real key. Fuck. Show us which is Show in the fucking you. car. Anyway, I hit unlock and it fucking finally unlocked. This is like an hour after I bought the phone, dude. It was so me. It was the biggest me thing that could wow. ever happen. And I, I texted my wife. I go, I'm so annoyed right now. And she goes, nice smart car. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, so, Dude, so if you so lose your phone, man. so if you lose your phone and you're locked out of your car, I have a key. Your but, but if you don't, if you're in that situation and you lose your phone or whatever. You're locked out of your car key. too. Yeah, I am. But here's the thing. I, you know, I could, I could have gotten my, what I could have gotten, no, I should have done is got my wife to download the Tesla app, give her my login and then unlock the car. But then it still would have been like, you got to have the key. You got to be around the car. You have to be around the car to set up the key. So, so Bluetooth. Yeah, yeah. Dude, an hour to an hour and a half later, I was finally back out to my car. I'm like, dude, this is so frustrating. So frustrating. Like I was, I was inches from rage flipping things at the Apple store. And by the way, here's a fucking gripe. You better watch out. You better be nice. Or you might find yourself in Zach's gripes. They, you know that now they only give you the cable for the Yeah, it's bullshit. They don't give you the cube. They don't give you the cube. She goes, oh, do you have this cube? And I go, why? And she goes, well, because the cable that's in there doesn't work. So you have to buy this cube. It's 20 bucks. And I go, I'm not fucking buying that cube. I got a regular charger at home. Is it one of the new, is it one of the new? It's the USB-C. See, I hate those. But the phone, the phone input is still the lightning input. So I'm like, I got old phone, I got 11 phone chargers. I'm not worried about this shit. Do not want to get the updated version with USB-C only because I have every cord I have is the regular. No, no. The know. phone is still that. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's the other connector. It's the oh, connector the that goes into the block. The wall. Okay. Yeah. Got it. That's yeah. hook up to cars. Right. Yeah. Fuck so, that. Dude. So annoying, man. So I was just like, I'm not fucking buying this thing. So then you need to buy the adapter. If you want to go to USB-C to fucking fucking get stupid, fuck out man. of it. That's my, there, it's there, easier there just to buy a phone. Yeah. There's my that's a valid that's a valid good gripe. Yeah, there's a, my fucking first gripe. We'll just do gripes now. Um, second gripe um, with the fucking self checkouts, man. Like, 
everybody, oh, oh, we don't, we can't, we don't have enough people to work. We don't have enough people to work. And the people are like, I want to work. I want to work. I want to work. And then, but no one is fucking working. I got a Kroger now. Everything's self-checkout. There are no, the last four times I've been to Kroger, no one's fucking there. I'm going to start so fucking fun. stealing shit, man. I'm not bullshitting. I don't fucking look, yo, I'm in your store. You're marking all this bullshit yeah. up now. Everything's so fucking high. And it's like, this oh, you can't even, it. you can't even fucking fuck you. It's everywhere. You can't even pay people to fucking check me out. Fuck you. It's Memphis. You can't fucking pay somebody to check me out. I got to do all this shit. And then you got fucking vegetables. That shit takes forever. You got to fucking set them oh, on the thing. And the, to, to six digit code. Yeah. yeah. You're just like, oh, it's the wrong grapefruit. You're like, God oh, damn it. My God. Listen, being the Mexican that I am, let me give you guys a couple quick inside tips on this. Of how to grow out. vegetables. No, no, I don't know. How to pick them? No, listen, dickheads. Jesus. <laughs> you go, you get one of the cheaper fruits, put it in there, and then you fucking punch in that code, weigh it, and then it weighs it as a cheaper fruit. When you're checking out, you swipe two things. You're, you know, scan one, but swipe two, put them in the bag. Motherfuckers telling us how to steal right now. Right, come on, guys. Doing. I'm Mexican. I will say this. I will say this. I fucking buy all organic vegetables, and when I ring that shit up, I do not click organic. Fuck you. If no. you're making me fucking ring myself up, I'm, I'm gonna do. I just yeah. save fucking eleven cents. Yep. Imagine if there's a guy out right when you leave the checks your receipt like at Walmart or Costco, but he's looking at your fruit or your shit sack and he sniffs like a cucumber. And he's like, it doesn't have pesticides on it. He's like, it smells like ass. <laughs> this doesn't have pesticides. This is organic. You rang this up as fucking yeah. Dude, that shit. <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> I'm like, you know what, motherfucker? You should have been at the checkout counter instead of standing up here right. reading people's receipts. Dale. Do we just hear, fuck. Do we just hear uh, Dale? Do we just hear Paul's prison story? Was that it? That was it. Is that, that was, why you yeah. got sent to prison? That's why I got sent to prison for, for, ringing up, for ringing up the cheaper fruit instead of the expensive fruit. <laughs> we got a lot of shit to talk about today, though. But can maybe by the end of this episode, can we get to why you We have to, to go quick if we want to get to Oh, we, you know what we should do? We should do the cold clothes. Where the <laughs> just, like, I'm just like, hey, everybody. Have a good one. <laughs> yeah. Done. That's it. Yeah. Every week, he gives us one sentence about the prison store for this season. You just got to stick around to hear the rest. It's like a cliffhanger. Um, all right. Another gripe is another gripe is, um, I got that Tesla because I hate oil companies. Not that just me buying one is going to make them feel anything in their pockets, but I, I wanted an electric car. It was, it's a very safe car, but I didn't get it because I'm a fast driver. I don't, I don't need to. Zach Myers is eco-friendly. I am. And I don't want to, I didn't get the car because it's crazy fast or I want to flex on somebody and say, I have a Tesla. I liked the practicality of it. I really enjoyed it. Other people who drive mostly Mitsubishis and Scions and fucking Hondas mostly uh, think that I must have gotten this car to try to race people because every time I am on the fucking interstate, they, they are pull fast. up to me and they fucking start going like this. And I'm like, hey, you fucking don't want any part of this. Dude. I was going to say the, te- the Tesla is a fast electric car. Leave me alone. Just keep driving. Also, like most like 90% of the times if I'm in my car, I have my kids in the car. Which, by the way, Oliver can read the speed limit now. <laughs> he can read how fast I'm going, and it's so big on there. He goes, why'd you go 100? I go, I have never <laughs> Why'd <gone>. you? <laughs> I said, listen to me. I, said, I go, that was 10. I said, I've never gone 100 miles an hour with you in the car. He goes, okay, but have you ever gone 100 miles an hour? I'm like, I have. 
but not with you in the car. <laughs> but now he can read this dude. He can read how fast I'm going now. He's going to so start. Sn- he's going to start snitching on snitching you. For is, yeah. sure. You're but about was to The other night I took just the boys to dinner and, um, he was facing the TV and I couldn't see it. And he told me the score to the Grizzlies game and I fucking loved it. You're like, hey, he like knows score? numbers. Now he's like, he's in kindergarten. So he's like learning numbers and letters yeah, and yeah. all this shit. So it was pretty great. But like, here's my thing. Like, I'm so worried about like, we can start reading and stuff. And I'm like scrolling through my phone. I'm like, dude, I don't know You're what's going to Yeah, know. me and the John dad, are going to go off on a tangent text. And yep. he's like, dad, what's Adel? Like, what? Uh, <laughs> I know. That's how yeah. you were born, kid. Anyway. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Anyway. This will be this will be a JR mate. Uh um, would would Molly ever rat on you to Bethany? Yeah. Yes. One time yeah, I'm like, yes. About, about what though? Like a one time trying I, to get on her good side? No. No. Dad's sneaking cupcakes. <laughs> no, I don't eat cupcakes. I'm just um, saying. So the other Dad day, says he doesn't like your meatloaf. You know, my wife. My wife doesn't make meatloaf. Thank God. I, Whatever. I don't like, I don't like Jesus anybody. Christ. I don't like anybody's meatloaf. Um, no, yeah, I know I do. got. I know I got some snitch ass little kids, bro. I don't tell them you secrets. Gosh, you um, can't. So the other day, though, you know, it's already been well established on this podcast that my wife hates my dog, hates him, and he's so old, you know. So it's like, so the other day, he he peed in the house, and I I wiped it. I, I cleaned it up real quick and fuck did all the um. All the Spit uh, anti back, put all the yep. antibacterial. Yep. So cleaned it up. Would have never known. Wife but your kid, Ollie goes, kettle pee in the house. I go, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. And he totally did. I just like said that he didn't. Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, can people in cars stop trying to race me? It's so fucking annoying. I hate it. Get all, get off of me with your fucking Mitsubishi fucking three thousand or whatever that fucking car was that stopped. They stopped making two thousand six because it was a goddamn death trap. They probably got done watching Torque and Fast and Furious Four. We're like, fucking we're annoying, man. I'm not. I don't get my car. They literally like, like they like try to like flex on me. And then here's the thing: most of the time, uh, we've talked about this before. The story where the guy pulled up on me in the in the Hellcat yeah. Charger and I smoked his ass. I will say this though: one day I was in the car by myself, and there was like a like a late '90s vet that you could tell the Hell guy yeah. did something to it, and he like pulled up on me and tried it, and I took off, and this motherfucker torched me torch me here's the thing i think i could have kept up with him but i was like afraid to drive that fast you're like oh he's going too fast you got back you got back to him when he turned into paul walker real quick and you just drove back (laughs) anyway he's dead now uh he's dead now that That nervous corvette is a pile of rubble um not paul walker the guy paul walker's dead too um (laughs) anyway (laughs) they're both dead guys um, this podcast no, I, is so yeah. stupid. <laughs> no, it was just, it was like, it's so annoying. And like, I think, I think I got up like 120. I was like, fuck this, man. Like, this is scary at this point. Like, I'm backing off this shit. Um, they I, don't have cops in Memphis, though, huh? So you can get away with it. <laughs> there is no law in the streets. There's no yeah. law. Yeah. Yeah. No we law we police ourselves, dude. If they um, fucking Deadwood down there. <laughs> anyway, my other gripe is, so when I go to restaurants, I order, uh, I started drinking caffeine again, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Whoa. What? I know. Yeah, just tea like, every once in a while. Just tea. So I'll get, I, I don't like sweet tea because it's too sweet. So I'll get a half, half and half tea, which is half sweet, half unsweet. There's a, if you're a server out there, let me tell you something. There's a method to doing this. It's the same way I do at home. First, I this is how I feel is the correct way to do it. You pour the unsweet tea in first. 
then you do the sweet tea because then whatever sugar's in it kind of kind of comes down and you kind of just take the sugar out and it makes it just less sweet tea, but the, all the tea is sweet. I go to play, fuck you, Paul. I go to places and what they'll do is they'll pour the sweet tea in first, <sighs> then the unsweet tea. So I have to drink through a bunch of fucking leaf water. You know what I mean? And then to get to the sweet tea at the bottom, which is almost like a treat in a way where you're like, oh, look at this little, little sugar down here at the bottom. And then, but anyway, there's a, there's a correct way to do sweet tea and unsweet tea. And that's, that's my last grade. Fuck you, Paul. There is a correct Sorry, way. Drink we can't one drink, or the other. I, Sorry, we can't never, all drink Coke I, out of a glass never, bottle. You Mexican fuck. Do better. I, um, <laughs> dirty ice. No, I never really Sorry, got I don't, I don't keep Joritos around. It's okay. I forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have those at uh, restaurants I go to, Paul. Yeah, no shit. You live in Memphis. <laughs> the best city in the world, dude. Questionable. Best the restaurants all go to keep moving street quarters every weekend. Hundred uh, percent. It's dude, you may house. have better tacos. You may have better tacos, but everything in the city of Memphis, food wise, is better than Arizona. Everything. Oh, uh, I mean, barbecue, I don't, I don't know steakhouse. I'll give you barbecue. Places. I'll give you barbecue. Dude, steakhouse. That's about it, dude. Way better. Torch it. Who's got the better glory? Do you think Memphis? The, a Memphis? Alley Memphis only it? because they don't have fucking teeth down there. So probably Memphis. You're getting all gum for sure. And their glory hole in Arizona is probably smooth, like they care. It definitely, they, yeah. is all about especially out in Scottsdale. Like you're getting a good, yeah. Yeah, you'll get a thing of blisters. You're not getting any blisters in that glory dude, hole. Other than Memphis, dude, other than Jackson, other than Jackson, Mississippi, you guys live in the two fucking places I would hate to live the most. So go fuck yourselves. How about that? Both of you. Fuck you guys. Anyway, I'm done. With, I'm done with my gripes. You fucking cocksuckers. Anybody else? Anybody else want to add anything today? You want to be a gripe? Good. Those are actually good gripes. Yeah, those like, weren't horrible. Very, very relatable. Thank you. And, very reason, much. and reasonable gripes, except for the tea, because I just don't up. drink tea. I don't like the taste of it. I think maybe it's because it is too much sugar. Yeah. All right. John. Too much sugar, but he's drinking Mountain Dew. Like what? Yeah, but it's a it's a fake sugar, right? It's not cage sugar like that. Mountain Dew is all yellow five and Remo Blast and all that other bullshit. It's not real. What is Remo Blast? He just totally <laughs> made that up. He made up something. It's a fake thing. I got some uh you got some good questions that came in for us. Ladies and gentlemen, uh give it up for John the Shaman. John the Shaman keeping you on track. All you gotta do is touch his big old sack of mail. Okay. This is from a female. Uh, from a lady. From a lady. Uh, you were offered the opportunity to visit any point in history. Where would you want to visit and why? If you were offered the opportunity to stay there, would you? Last week's episode was awesome. Keep them coming. Ooh. Any point in history, where would you want to go? Would we stay there? Uh, the parts that I gravitate towards they're so brutal, whether it's like the Vikings or like the French Indian war or like Scottish rebels going against England. Like I've always, I just love the idea of just like that rogue fucking brutal lifestyle. But I don't know if I'd want to sure. I'd want to fight and kill and whatever, but I don't know. It's tough, right? Tough living. <clears throat> it's a tough, that's a tough way to live thinking that you could die at any moment. 100%, yeah, but man, without yeah. seeing it coming. Right. Correct. 
right. Like any, anything could kill you. This is way before you're COVID going into now. war on yeah. a regular basis, a couple yeah. times a year. Like oh, that's, that's what's the, crazy, right? That's the about, real like we're taking care of their sheep, uh, gardening, eating bread and bullshit soup every day with their family, and it's all time for war. And you don't know if your sons or your that's dot, like your like, go to like yeah, crazy. Yeah, I don't want I'm anything there. to do with that. That's kind of so. What okay? So what time frame would you go to? I have, so yeah, John, pick one. Uh, I like the prohibition well, era. Two. I like the, I like the prohibition, like the uh, Elliot Ness, kind of like the early the seventies Chicago, mm. that Chicago era, where it's dressed nice, like all the guys are cool. Uh, but like the crime, everything was kind of whatever. Like there's still a police state per se, maybe overbearing, but at least. I don't know, I just love but that. But the era. people just, ran the streets, like right, like they think you were if you protected your brother or friend out there, they got your back. Like that. So like you of, love that movie, Lawless. Lawless, Lawless, is a great uh, movie. Touchables, uh, Monster or uh, Gangland, uh, Monsters Hoodlum. Inc. Uh, yeah, Mike Wazowski. <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, I like that. I'm with you. I I, I, I yeah. would have to pick. I would have to pick two. I, I um for me, I would go back a little Peaky further. Blinders. I'll go back a little further because mm. I've obviously I'm always been obsessed with Abraham Lincoln, so I'd kind of love to live in that time. Also, like the same thing, the for all, honestly mostly for the same reason as the Prohibition era of like, uh, like no one fucking dressed like I'm dressed right now. Back no, then. just a I scrub. love that, and I love yeah. that. Like I love the fact that like when you went out to do anything, you had slacks on, you a tie, dope. a yep. vest, a hat. You looked legit. Even the poorest person had a the tie, had a suit hat, on, a good hat. Mm. The poorest mm-hmm. guy had a suit on, right? And like, I love that. I love <laughs> that. Like, I remember when we did that, car- that not Carnival Mass, when we did the Anything and Everything tour in 2010, was the first time that we ever wore suits on stage, like actual, like real, like suits. So Barry and I made a pact in that whole tour. When we got up in the morning, we put our suit on and we wore it all day. All day? All That's day. Sick. Lunch, That's meet sick. and greet. We were just in suits all day. And I remember that feeling of being like, fuck, this is badass, dude. I'm like the a, sharpest dressed dude, dude all day. And you get looked at because and you, the thing is, back then you didn't get looked at, right? Now you get looked at like, what the fuck is this guy wearing? I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm fucking dressed nice, motherfucker. What are you wearing? Yeah, you look like a, a You bum. fucking creep. Yeah, you look like me right now. Uh, in my 3-6 three, no, three, no, Mafia no, hoodie. Thanks. That's actually imagine those guys back then. Uh, that's actually really. I loved, I do like that idea. They wouldn't of have lived very long. Them. I don't think no. they'd be an attraction. I just love that too because every time we've been in, uh, what Glasgow or uh, Edinburgh, we've always me and Barry have always bought the tweed suits. Dude, and John, there's a great photo of John really? in the tweed suit that he always that he always. So has. Like, that's something where it's like you always joke where it's like, oh, it's cool wearing this when we're here, but it's like imagine walking into a fucking T Deck, New Jersey, or Rancine, sure. Wisconsin. With, It'd be like, this is a, this is an image that should be projected but out back more then. Often. Everyone everyone wore that. Correct. You know what I mean? So I love like, that. Um, Respect. So I mean, like for me, that and then the monetarily, what I would like to be, I would love to be an eighteen year old in the early eighties, and this is why. Um, it's before it's Fuck. before it's before guitar prices went up. This I know my main reason is weird. Guitars. I, I if I was like eighteen, if I was like eighteen, the year I was born, I tell you what I'm doing. I'm buying fucking Apple stock as soon as it fucking launches, whenever that is. FedEx stock. I'm buying all these stocks and all these old vintage guitars because the invention of the internet really fucked that up. So I would do that for monetarily reasons. But uh, but if I could pick up like a time to go back to, I'm going back to like I'm going to stop Abraham Lincoln from getting murdered. I'm probably going to get shot, Ooh. but that's okay. 
Yeah, you're dead. There, there's the you're end of that see, era for you. You're going to see a great play, though. <laughs> Honestly, you're going to see a wonderful play. Yeah, great no, production. Fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to end early, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This shit ain't going the whole two hours, guys. How dirty do you think Barry Todd was in bed? Okay. All right. What's the next question? No, Paul, you didn't answer. Oh, I would say probably anywhere around the 20s to 50s. Um, But if I went back further, I love like the history of like uh, Greek Roman mythology stuff. Um, I would love that. Just being in Rome, like that'd be fucking super rad. Um, You know, Something like that, but I do love like Nordic history. Um, I don't think a Mexican like myself would do very well, but I love that history in that time frame. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, like I think that. that'd be cool. That'd be fun. All right, go ahead, John. What else you got? All right, here's another question for us. These I actually like these. I like the question. Outside of your parents and those who possibly could have raised you, who has been your biggest if positive influence in your life and why? Aside from my parents. And anyone who could have raised you, like, whatever. What well, so my grandfather kind of helped raise me. So um, aside from that, I mean, I, I'm looking at this maybe as like a, a maybe a famous person. Like a hypothetically, or, uh, okay. Yeah, um, like a had a positive impact on your life. Oh man, I don't know. Go, you guys go. I that's a that's a good question. Yeah, I, I mean, for, I, I I hate taking stock in the celebrity or people that are. It's so weird to be like, oh, I, I looked up to fucking – now, I love John Wade. I love Johnny Cash, but I didn't look up to them for advice or life lessons. I look at more people like uh, maybe Pat Tillman or like a Prefontaine, people who are outside who are bigger than the sport yeah, they're part of. Sure. Jimmy V and all those guys. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. v, Craig Sager, uh, you know, was one of those guys for me. Yeah. Um, it's – People or the Chadwick Boseman or even when you look at Norbert Donald, people that die gracefully, like, yeah, you enjoy them for what they are, but the life lesson he told at his death was do what you love and do it gracefully. It's, I mean, uh, yeah. it's, those are the lessons I take out of what people I mean, like t- that. Yeah. Tillman, Tillman's a, probably the best example that you gave, man. Like that's, that's a yeah, solid like just one. to walk, just to walk away from that. Or the last night I watched without limits and I'm a huge Prefontaine fan. It's mm-hmm. the reason why I did cross country in college and, with his relationship with Bill Barman and the founding of Nike and stuff and all this, but you look at his, the trajectory of his career and stuff, the Olympics during the Munich, the, the killings. And, but outside the realm of the actual sport, this individual made you question stuff bigger than the sport itself about life and sacrifice and be bigger than you are. And don't be afraid to lead from the front. Sure. And it's all this, those are the type of people lessons I get for people. Uh, but I think carry those on. Are not good just, ones. Oh, not like, Oh, I love me. Yeah, I love Arnold Schwarzenegger, but I'm not looking at John matrix or fucking the Terminator going, Oh, that's, that's who I am. That's, today yeah, that. That, that's a good, that's a good question. And that's a good answer. Zach, what about you? I mean, like I said, like I, you know, as an adult, I really, you know, people like, man, people like Norm Macdonald or, you know, people like that who, who live, Chadwick Boseman, who live with this thing that, you know, silently and battle, you know, secretly you want to tell people because people love being comforted. Right. And they love feeling, you know, love from people, but to keep it a secret, you know, that's a big thing, you know? And, but for me, man, like, it's like personal, like people I know, probably guys who, who did this industry, got it fucked up and then got it right. 
you know, Kenny Wayne Shepard's one of those people for me, you know, who I grew up with as a kid and really kind of fell off the rails for a while with drugs and alcohol and then got sober and got clean. Um, you know, honestly, man, Brent's one of those people for me too, you know, like yeah. a guy who, you know, there's something to that guy, you know, to where like, I don't really think anybody in our band really cares about money that much. We kind of care more about the art, mm-hmm. but like to not care on about money on the level that Brent Smith doesn't care about money is fascinating to me. It's so incredible with Brent Smith. Like, you know, like he doesn't, he doesn't need it or really want it. I mean, he needs it to pay for the fact that he lives in a hotel, which he has the most expensive mortgage of all time because he lives in fucking hotels. But you know, I, I, somebody like him, man, is somebody I look up to, you know, like, you know, and is there things that, and I think that I honestly, and I'm not just saying this, I think he thinks the same thing about me in certain ways of his life, his personal life. Sure. You know, like I know we talk about being dads a lot and you know, mm-hmm. there, there's certain things that I wish he would do more. I know there are certain things that he wishes I would do more, mm-hmm. you know? And so, you know, I, I think of those people like that, you know, uh, people around me, man, like I've always, I've always been fascinated by people around me who can, you know, I see John. Go ahead, John. No, what's funny, like the Brett thing. I've been to dinner with Brett and Zach or whoever, and there've been times where Brett's like, "Hey, make sure that waiter gets tipped." I go, "Brett, that's not even our waiter. Like that person just ended the show. He walked in. After- <laughs> that's the bus boy. At- and Brett will be like, "We'll find out if he has kids, maybe a wish list for Christmas on Amazon." I'm like, "What?" I'm like, <laughs> Bro, hey, Brett, that's not a waiter. That's the guy sitting at the table next to us eating. <laughs> right, right. He used to he be. He just a waiter. has a now- vest on. Yeah. He's just dressed really nice. The people still do that. This isn't O'Charlie's Brent. People just wear black shirts sometimes. Brad's like, hey, can we pull into the hotel? When I start a hotel, Brent. Yeah, but I want to tip the valet guys. Okay. <laughs> Speak of the <laughs> devil and he shall appear. He literally just texted me right now. Oh my God. <laughs> oh. Um for me, I think it would be, you know, breaking the stereotype and like, you know, um of what is expected. Like a Danny Trejo for me, you know, like a good father figure. Which, by the way, showed up in Star Wars. Hell yeah. I watched it the other day. Uh, our friend Galen uh, is also in Star Wars. He's in all the- He'd be um, a good guest for this show, podcast, man, honestly. Galen? Trejo? Oh. Yes. <laughs> like, Trejo? Galen or Trejo? <laughs> no, Galen. No, dude, Galen's great, man. The fact that like I was watching Boba Fett the other night and like, you know, he's in all the attention, attention uh, videos, but then like the fact that like- um, he's like, I, I was watching Boba Fett. That's kind of like our, Mandalorian and Boba Fett are like our family shows where like the, all, me and all the kids sit down and, and the, even the wife, we watch all those. These together. are like the star Wars spinoffs. I'm not a yeah, star yeah. Wars guy. These are like star Wars. Yeah. Spin-off. Okay. Got um, it. But like, I, I see like Galen in there and like, he's got like lines. He's like, I'm like, Oh my God, it was so cool, man. Like I know it's cool for Eric too. Cause Eric being such a big star Wars fan, like he is like to have that, like is so cool, man. I thought that was really cool. What else you got, John? Ah, uh, that's all I got. All right. Those are good questions. Um, before yeah, we, before I, we, I, what do, we say? I do like those type of questions, uh, but I do suggest people start setting in their dreams uh, and some weird questions too. But I like the right. scenario questions too. Like, we'll hey, take all you of know. them. I like, I like, I like thinking about it. It's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have any emails or questions uh, or, or dreams or any life advice, send them to SUPLifeAdvice at gmail.com. Uh, before we get into the news, there is uh, it's kind of a news thing that I want to talk about, being from Memphis. Um, so Penny Hardaway is uh, is the, the coach of the Memphis Tigers. And last night- Is that the uh, girls' soccer team? Yeah, <laughs> it's the chick. It's the girls' soccer team. Yeah, last night, 
a girl, uh, a girl, motherfucker, Paul. <laughs> um, last night, uh, a friend of mine and a friend of Justin's um, asked, who, who's a reporter here in town? His name is Jeff Calkins. Um, asked Penny Hardaway a question about like if he thought they could like overcome this or something. And Penny Hardaway basically is like, why are you asking me these stupid fucking questions? Like, go, like, loses it on his dude. He's like, motherfucker, we're out here fucking working hard. Don't ask me fucking no dumbass questions. Like, he gets so Memphis. I love it. So I will get JR to put the video in here. Penny, have you ever lost faith that you can get this done? At Memphis? Yeah. In the first half like that, when it's unfolding, is there, is it embarrassing? And I think the one thing I can say to this media, because this media gets kind of, fucked up sometimes when it comes to me we don't have our full roster y'all know we don't have our full roster stop asking me stupid fucking questions about if i feel like i can do something if i had my roster like they did then i feel like i can do whatever i want to do i'm coaching really hard my boys are playing really hard i'm not embarrassed about nothing we have four freshmen starting y'all need to act like it act like we got 17 18 and 19 year olds out here trying to learn how to play against 22 23 and 24 year old guys come on man stop disrespecting me bro like don't do that i work too fucking hard i work way too hard for that y'all write all these bullshit articles about me and all i do is work we got young kids on the floor they got young kids on the floor so good and like so uncomfortable because like i i don't know penny but like i've been around penny enough and like i but i know jeff Calkins, so like to know two people who are just like it it made me so uncomfortable to watch and i just kind of loved it because i'm like you know we because yeah. like questions like that though like that's valid like don't what the fuck like no shit i mean like, listen yeah, he's not he's not doing he's listen he's not doing a fantastic job um i can this is a side. Go ahead. Let, 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 let's go into the news because there's another kind of okay. point like this. Okay, but hold on, hold on. I have a good question. All right. Tagging on <laughs> it. If you're Bill Belichick going into halftime playing against the Bills and just being a murdered, what a do you murdered. say? What do you, what do you say to your team? Like at all? Like you know you're gonna lose the game. What do you say you to your team though? The problem is they don't. They never showed up. And I think when that happens in sports, the coach basically has to tell them lose with dignity or just is don't that what fuck it is. It has to be because, okay. I mean, if it's not them, it's, it's – I mean, you watch all the time some of these teams where it's like hyped up, hyped up, and it's like they lose by 30, 40 points. You're like, dude. Did you it, play? It, like – Everyone's always like, oh, I can do better. This team sucks. It's like, well, you got to realize the other team showed up too. Showed these up. Are all professional, yeah. These are all professionals. Mm -hmm. No one wants to lose unless you're Pete Rose. But I'm just – Oh, my so, God. Who should be in the Hall of Fame? But you know what it's, it's so easy to, just to John just be like, through games, but he should be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> for sure. Dude, for some reason, uh, I remember when we used to, we used to, before we started staying at like MGM in Vegas, we would always stay at Mandalay Bay because we'd always play the House of Blues. Dude, you know what I'm going to say. You yeah. would you would walk by this one sports place in the Mandalay Bay and Pete Rose it was like Pete Rose fucking worked there. He was in there every day I ever walked by there signing autographs. Every you know, single day. What's crazy? I did a uh, Mitt Romney event when he was running against Obama in Vegas, and we we're at the Luxor, and he's in there. He's a Republican or whatever conservative. He's much there. He's talking like people going crazy for sure. him. Literally the next day, I'm walking by some like department store. In that weird little 
it's the, it's the section. It's the, the connection mall. tunnel. Yeah, That's yeah, where yeah. the sports and store I, was. Where every time I'd see him. I see the sign. Pete Rose is here. And I walk in there. I see him. I'm like, motherfucker, you walk by me when you're two feet away from a potential president of the United States. Like a, Icon, here you are signing baseballs and titties for 20 bucks. <laughs> it's a weird. I hope to God one day I can get like one of those big tall drinks in Vegas and just have him sign that. <laughs> hey, Pete Rose, will you Dude, sign this? It's this that sugar little drink walkway between the Luxor and Mandalay Bay. Yes. There's a sports, yes. there's a sports memorabilia place there. This is no bullshit. He was there five days a week signing autographs. Pete Rose Every day. lives yes. in one of those like fire exit areas, like long hallways. He lives down one of those. <laughs> yeah. Like that's yeah, where he, he lives. Should. That's where, that's where he stays in my memory too, which is uh, even the point. All right, Paul, what do you got? Paul reads the news. Paul reads the news. Yeah. Speaking of, of, of uh, coaches getting blamed for things, we should start off with the Charles Barkley news. Oh, my God. Okay. I love it. I love Charles Barkley, you know, being a son and everything. Uh, man, he just goes in on the Lakers recently. And it's great because I think the Lakers tried to just throw money at a bunch of players at a bunch of high paid players and it didn't pay off this year and they're losing no. horribly. That's where addiction. And so anyway, so Charles Barkley caught like basically says, you know, you can't blame Frank Vogel for this, which I agree with. Um, I don't Correct. think you should ever blame a coach when you have LeBron James on your team. I, I think, think LeBron James exempt. is trying to call it. Yes. I think you should be exempt from blaming a coach when you have LeBron James on your team. That guy knows how to fucking coach. He coaches the goddamn team anyway. If LeBron James is on a team, he's the captain. He's the fucking GM. He's the coach. He gets he to make everything. The calls. He makes yep. all the fucking calls. So I don't want to hear none of this fucking bullshit. So Chuck basically goes in on him, which I fucking loved because Chuck did great. not hold back. No, bunch I of wussies. Love that shit. But called him a bunch of wussies. And you know, Ernie, I can't say the word I want to say. I want to say, but but I want to. You know what word I want to say. I want to call him a bunch of pussies, Ernie. You know, (laughs) I wish you would have said that. National treasure. Yeah, no, Barkley's great. Yeah, so he finally says what everybody else is thinking. Like, yo, Lakers fucking like they're not even playing like a professional team right now. Like, they look like a bunch of amateurs, which is incredible to say. Also, dude, any team that has Russell Westbrook isn't going to make it. And there's the thing. I used to hate Russell Westbrook on and off the court. I actually Westbrook met, was better on Washington than he is on the Lakers, though. Once I, met, once I met Russell Westbrook when he was in uh, Oklahoma City because he's a guitar player, um, I got to meet him through a what? mutual – yeah, he plays guitar. I got to meet him through a mutual friend, and I really liked him off the court. Still to this day don't like him on the court. I think he's an amazing point guard, but he is team poison. He will always be team poison. And now I think LeBron's turning into team poison in the I don't like room. I don't like LeBron, but that's just my own opinion. I listen, I, I, I feel it doesn't matter. Do I respect lie. him? Do I respect him? Yeah, because he's yeah, done I a lot. But I don't. You know, I've never. There's there's lots of people that were the greatest stuff that I didn't necessarily like. But he's I mean, he's the greatest basketball player playing right now as far as domination goes. Again, I still like. Again, we said this before. But like, if I'm putting a, if I'm putting a team together, and I get to pick one player to start a team with, I'm picking Kevin Durant personally. Um, I give I give Steph Curry another five years and he's going to surpass like championships and everything. He's going to fucking surpass LeBron. Uh, that's going to be tough. He's already close with championships. That's, but isn't that's he? what I'm 
Yeah, he's close with championships. But I'm saying like what's the, LeBron no. at four points, everything. Like what's LeBron, LeBron at four? four? Cavs to Miami. I thought he was two less than Michael Jordan, right? No. Jordan's got which, six. Which will be four. Which he's got be four. four. Yes. Jordan's got six. Right. So I think he's got two. No, one with Cavs three, I think. Did they go back to back? Curry has three. He has three. He has one less than back LeBron. Back. Yes. Yes. I think we need to start just a sports sports show where it's just people. We don't even know the facts. Well, we like, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yeah, sure. He's got four, yeah. four, four. Four plus seven equals ten. Yeah, yeah we got yeah. it. Four plus seven. Yeah, all right. We're next. Um, Rebecca Lobo. Man, she's a hell of a rebounder. <laughs> Um, two people did pass away recently. I feel like this comes in threes. So somebody else recently is gonna, happened to recently, uh, Louis passed away from battle with blood cancer and meatloaf yep. passed away from fucking COVID. Yeah. Here's the, the thing with, meatloaf, he was sick though. The last couple of years, like yeah. in and out of the really? hospital. Yeah. Me, me and you saw him in Canada. Remember John in Calgary? We saw him in Calgary. I've taken, I, he's the one artist, and I was actually genuinely sad when I saw it this morning because he's the one artist, and I don't flock the artists backstage if I can beat them, but I've taken numerous pictures. I've got his autograph, and I just, I've I talked to, to him about- I can't to a tribute on Instagram to him where you post the pictures. And I can't, I don't know if I'll post, I posted the one picture, but he, for me, I'm just like, he was so ferocious- as a singer, like I grew up, remember watching what do you uh, fucking rock or a picture show, the fight club and all the stuff with Jim sure. Stein and all that. Like he, he loved his fans and people like you would never hear anyone say anything bad about his fans. The th- and and the- it, go ahead. It, it was, it's just, it's just sad because it's like, is that the way he wanted to go out? No. But do I think he lived a full life borderline crazy? Did time? he party? 100%. Absolutely. Oh, yes. Like the but thing I liked about Milof is he never fit the mold of being no, the the no. the typical singer like anything like that. Heavy set dude just didn't fucking care and just ripped it up anyways. Like, I mean, we what, I, what are we doing with our phones on here? What's Come going on. on here? What are we doing here? Ah damn, Facetime. <laughs> uh, Your first fucking day, Jesus. It's Meatloaf. When uh, we did the, when we did the Today <laughs> Show, uh, when we did the Today Show, um, with uh. Uh, Kathy Lee and, and Hoda. Um, Brent was still in, in into drinking and drugs. And she <laughs> yep. goes, and Kathy Lee, it was either Kathy Lee or Hoda. We, we finished the song on national television on one of the biggest morning shows of all time. One of them goes, you know who you look and kind of remind me of is uh, Meatloaf. Said this to Brent Smith. So in our, we have <laughs> oh a, we have a studio. We have a and studio. then Brent Smith quit drinking. <laughs> pretty much. We have a studio text from for the for the seventh record where it was like all that you know Doug our engineer and, and, and Hoogie and um, Mike Fasano our drum tech it's called for some reason it's called Anthony Fauci's family probably I'm assuming because that's all Brent talked about the whole time we were making the record but so when he died today I sent a picture of of Kathy Lee and and Hoda interviewing Brent and I said rest in peace meatloaf. That was uh, Brent's. By the way, we should put the video. We should put the video in here of them calling Brent that. I, I think we should put, drop that in right there. Hi, Shine Down. What's going on? Yeah, at first, I thought he was Meatloaf. <laughs> I really did. I thought it was Meatloaf, but I was wrong. You look like Meatloaf. You look like me. You remind me of Meatloaf. I'm like, huh? I got one more good sports thing, and I thought this was just genuinely funny. Dax Prescott. Uh, after the after the game they had with the 49ers, um, they Which did was an interview. the weirdest. We talked about this last week. The weirdest, weirdest ending, ending to a game. To a game. 
But that's uh, the end of the game. <laughs> that's the end of the game. It's like, uh, okay, okay. that very unclimactic. Yeah. But, um, but fans were like throwing trash at the refs for like, you know, not downing the ball fast enough, blah, blah, blah. And, um, people were throwing trash at them when they were leaving the field. And, um, th- at the end of the game, they press conference, Dax like, Oh, well good on them. Like whatever. Dax got fined $25,000 for just saying that. Like, wow, good for them. No, he said, uh, what did he say? What was the quote? He said, um, it was something so simple and like, uh, what the fuck? What? It was like a, like a props to them or like shout yeah, out. To oh them yeah. Then. Yeah. Shout out to them then. Something like that. And then he got fined for that $25,000. Like, I mean, they'll find so, you over the so, most insane things so, ever. Like they're so precious about these fucking terrible fucking refs anyway. You know what I mean? But there's there's been, I mean, the refs games. fucked up the Raider game too. Like that's well, twice they, now that the Raiders have been teams, fucked out of the playoffs. Credit to them is what he said. Credit no to longer refed out the playoff game because they're just like, dude, you fucked up too much. Like legit, no, like legitimately, like I don't want to, I'm, I'm a fucking diehard Raider fan. That game would have been changed based on that one whistle, them having to redo the down. That would have made the game a fucking tied game instead of the Raiders trying that, to fucking charge. You guys the game. got fucked. We got you, fucked on that blown whistle when the defense was like, okay, it's a blown whistle, and they Listen, gave him the touchdown. Everybody, win the game. every sports analysis said, oh, that play should have been redone. Like, that's fucked up. Raiders you gotta got to win the game when you got to win the game. I admit that. But at the same time, you guys got fucked on that call. That was Not only that, we up. got fucked on the Tom Brady tuck rule back in fucking 2000. They changed I'm that not gonna though, go. didn't they? No, they didn't. It's still Tom Brady's rule. I don't, and they're the doing Tom a 30 Brady for rule. they're doing a 30 for 30 on that with Charles Woodson and Tom Brady, which I'm actually. They should do it with Charles up. Barkley, dude. That'd be even better. <laughs> so Tom Brady said. Uh, so uh, um, what you're trying to say is. <laughs> one more. Bankers. Pussies. <laughs> a bunch of pussies. The, Ernie, these Lakers are a bunch of pussies, Ernie. I said it, yeah. I said yeah, it, yeah. I said it. Um, <laughs> I love Charles Barkley so much. Um, so one little thing in news here that I just read today that I thought was uh, – we, we didn't really talk much about Bob Saget dying last week, which was mm. very sad. Um, mm. And the amount of my friends who knew him – I got to meet Bob a couple times. The first time, the first two, uh, first time was at a party, uh, a friend of mine's birthday party in LA. And the second two times were, were at comedy stores. And the second time I met him, he remembered my name. Um, remember where we met, remember what the name of my band, which he doesn't seem like a Shinedown fan. So I thought that was really cool, you know, and um, just such a good guy. And, and seeing how many people I knew who were close with him. Sure. Like, talk about him. Um, seemed like maybe, I don't know, maybe the best person that ever existed on the planet. Um, but I, so there the last week on the, on Instagram live, I was on there and John Mayer and Jeff Ross were picking up his car from the airport, which I thought was really cool. Like mm. they, you know, they're John, John Mayer and, and Bob were really, really, really close. Like very close. weird. I wouldn't imagine a friendship like that. Be, like best friends. Like that was honestly, cool. that was probably John's best friend other than his brother. And, um, wow. So John and, and Jeff went to go pick up the car from the airport and John's like, they're crying a lot in the car and talking about memories that I just read today. Um, that something that obviously he didn't want people to know, but it got found out anyway, John Mayer actually paid for the private jet to get his body from Florida back to California, which I thought was, that's, that's pretty G man. fucking John Mayer. Shout man. out like, to John. God Mayer. Damn um, it. If there's not a million reasons to shout out John Mayer already, uh, yeah. there's another one for you. Uh, just being, uh, the epitome of a cool person and what a celebrity should be. And, uh, rest in, rest in peace to Bob Saget, rest in peace to Louie Anderson, rest in peace to meatloaf, uh, and rest in peace to this podcast and all the Hanson fans that we had, um, it's on been it real. for the first 22 minutes. And then John started saying stuff about dicks and cocks and like he does. Okay. 
I was 19 years old when it happened. Um, almost did five to seven years in prison. And we'll talk about the rest next week. All right, ladies and gentlemen. What? Wow, man! I feel like I feel like I just got to first base a little bit, dude. Like my my, my wiener's a little heavier. Uh, you're welcome. We, we should anyway. finish that season three. Season three. <laughs> You'll get the whole story, bits and pieces Episode by season 72, three. Seventy two. Season Episode three. Seventy two. Season three, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate. It. We'll probably have another guest next week. John and I will be back on the road. Um, are you going to be in uh, Arizona, Paul? I was going to say I'm going to be show? in. I'm going to be in Phoenix. So uh, we should we should make it happen, dude. We'll we'll do something. Something will happen, well, even if we do a live happen. or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we love you guys. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the YouTube. Pretty please. Uh, and uh, smash that like and notification button. Thank you for listening to the audio side as well. Uh, this is available on all your podcast places. Uh, if you have dreams, life advice, or weird questions that you'd like to ask us, please send us the, please send them to SUP life advice at gmail.com. John. SUP let advice at Gmail. <laughs> Com. <laughs> Paul SUP life advice at gmail.com. Hey, we need more guys to write in. So guys, let's, let's yeah, hear yeah. your take on bad. Guys, hey, guys I want to hear, this is what guys I want to hear. I want to hear bad first dates. Like all give right. me some bad first dates. Like all I want right. to hear some, some dating stuff. I'll, we'll like put that on, I the, want we'll put that on the Instagram too. Yeah. All right. I want to hear, give me your bad first date. All right. Ladies. Talk about the first time you saw Peter's. Guys, yeah, dude. Guys, guys, for yeah. sure. That wasn't your dad's. Anyway, um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you for tuning in. We will see you next week, you nerds. Uh, that is Polly Tamale, uh, John Guaneri, and myself, Zach Myers. We'll see you next week later.